bonjour y'all and welcome to another episode of the Alley in France podcast. My name is Alison Saclou. I live in southern France, which is about six hours south of Paris on the Massif Central. Now, why is the Massif Central important in this context? Well, because it's a huge plateau in southern France. Um, so it changes our climate a little bit. We don't have the wonderful warm climate of Provence, but we do have snow in the winter and kayaking in the summer, which is actually the best of both worlds for us. My husband and I run Alley Abroad, which is a customized group tour operator, as well as a faculty-led study abroad program. We love helping our universities and content creators. Lately, we've been getting questions about whether it's safe to travel to Paris, as a lot of news outlets have been making the protests in Paris seem like it's an all-out war here in France, which it definitely is not the case. So the short answer to the question whether it's safe to travel to France or not is yes. It is safe to travel here in France. Now I'm going to tell you why. For those that aren't sure why all these strikes are happening right now, the unions are going on strike, transportation unions, oil refineries, Um, As you've probably seen, the waste collection companies in Paris, also the teachers' unions. These are a fraction of the people that are striking, but that's probably what's most affecting daily life and what you'll see on the news most. Now, the reason they're striking is that the president has decided to raise the age of retirement from 62 to 64 years old. And to give this a little bit of context, in the United States, the age is 67, and in the UK, it's 66. So people are upset they can't retire as early as they had planned, um, even though France With this change, still has one of the lowest retirement ages in the EU. People are upset. Even though not everyone is striking, um, most everyone agrees with the fact that these people do have the right to strike and to see if some change will come about. How do we support the people that are striking? By keeping our kids um, home from school on strike days. That's just one of the ways. Now, you're probably listening to this thinking, why does this American woman living in the south of France have the authority <laughs> to tell us why or why it's why or why not it's going to be um, it's safe to travel in France? And I have to tell you that I don't. I have actually spoken with my Parisian husband and his best friend who um, they were both born and raised just north of Paris. So if my husband was to take the train from Paris to where he was born, it would take about 10 minutes. He was born in Aubervilliers. So I've talked to them about what's going on in Paris and they tend to think because of what's happened historically, what's happened Typically, when there's strikes this time of year in the spring, that they tend to peter out in the summertime. So, my what they've seen in the past is the strikes actually start to slow down a bit in May. 
because there's a lot of holidays. There's um, May 1st, which is Labor Day. Uh, there's also the Jour des Victoires, which is the 8th of May. It's to commemorate the victory of the Allies against Germany, ending the Second World War. Also, there's the Ascension um, on May the 18th. And then there's Pentecostal Monday, which is the 29th. In June, uh, the kids here in France will have their last month of school before the school break that starts in July and August. And my husband and his friend have said that strikes generally slow down as most people are on vacation with their children and therefore less likely or less able to strike. Right now in France, there's a committee that's in charge of overseeing that all laws that are enacted by the French government are adequate. And if this committee deems that the law changing the retirement age is okay, they'll enact it and it'll become part of the constitution and there's nothing that can be done. If they deem that it's not suitable, then they'll hand it back over to the president for revision. An important thing to note right now is that this is the president's last term. This is Macron's last term in office, and he's not going to be backing down. He's mentioned in the news before that when it comes to the greater interest of the country versus opinion polls, uh, he's more interested in choosing the nation's interests, which at this point he's basically decided that it's in the best interest of the nation to not go broke from the retirement spending. Of course, it's highly debatable whether this is the right choice of action for France, but that's not to debate in this podcast. Right now, we're just talking about traveling. (laughs) So right now, the main issues plaguing Paris are the lack of trash collection, um, strikes on some of the more uh, important lines in Paris, and some of the protests becoming violent. Just like anywhere else in the world, when there are protests, there are always a small fraction of people that assault the cops and start to get violence. But of course, violence sells. So those are the only protests that you'll see on the news outlets. Even though we live in southern France, uh, my husband was in Paris last week uh, as he's the president of our association. And he was actually meeting with the U.S. Consul General there in Paris. He took a train from Clermont-Ferrand to Paris, which was uninterrupted by the strike. Uh, One of the train lines that was close to his friend's house that he was going to in Grolet was closed. So he just took another train line, which was still open, um, to the north of Paris near, it's a town called Sarcelle, and then he was able just to walk to his friend's house. So even on the though on the news you would like even though the news would like to make you think that all of Paris and life in France has come to a grinding halt because of the protests that's not really the case now when my husband was coming back from Paris 
um, to Clermont-Ferrand, his 5 p.m. train was canceled, so he just rebooked on an earlier train, which left the station on time, and he made it home earlier. Um, there's a lot of other ways to get around France right now that uh, don't involve renting a car, and that's actually what I'm helping some of my travelers do. So for those of you looking to plan a trip to France this summer, I offer one-on-one -on -one consultations. I'm here to provide you with personalized guidance every step of the way. If you're looking to plan an unforgettable trip to France, but you feel overwhelmed by all the decisions such as Champagne versus Provence, how to get there, planes, trains, buses, uh, I can definitely help you out. So during our one-on-one -on -one consultations, we'll discuss travel goals, budgets, preferences, and details, and I'll provide you obviously with expert recommendations and tips to make sure that you have a seamless experience so that you can focus on your French adventure. I'll link my calendar in this podcast episode so you can find out more. And I wanted to say thank you so much for listening and for more daily updates from France. Follow along on my Instagram, which is my name, actually shorter though. It's A-L-Y-S-A-C-L-E-U-X on Instagram. That's Ali Saclou with just one L on Instagram. And I'm also including a link in the show notes. Au revoir, y'all. Have a great one.